Welcome back, everyone, to another, another, another episode of Act Freefall. Suds up! What's up, everyone, to an episode of Active Recall. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. And this is episode 21. To all the listeners that are checking us out right now, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to check us out on Active Recall. We are, while you're driving to work, or walking your dog, maybe even while you're cooking, thank you for putting us in your lives. <laughs> working out. <laughs> sincerely appreciate it. <laughs> working <laughs> For the newcomers who are just tuning in, welcome to the show. We are childhood friends that are actively recalling books that help us succeed in life, help us grow in any endeavor, whether it would be in business, work, exercise, health, you name keep it. Keep going, keep going. Since we, are, since we are friends, when we were kids, we have our own stories from our past that we are going to bring up and talk about as well. Finally, if you haven't already, <laughs> please subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast app. Tell a friend. Leave a review. Uh, we love anything you guys give or send our way. Uh, you can also find our website at activerecall.co or on Twitter at activerecall. And of course, if you just want to email us or ask us any questions, send it our way to active po- uh, activerecallpodcast at gmail.com. But enough of that sass! How you been, dude? Pretty good. Uh, I've been. I'm back in New York. I was in Washington for the past two episodes. So good to be back. I started. I guess I always talk about my my fitness endeavors and my weight not going down. <laughs> I started doing simple and sinister again. So that's the kettlebell. Uh, I think right, pa- right. Pavel Satsulin's kettlebell programming. So it's the basic version of it. So it's just swings and get-ups. And then they always say, uh, like, people that make these workout programs are smarter than you, so you shouldn't uh, try to, like, modify things and do your own programming, especially as a beginner. But yeah, I did, definitely. so I've been tr- trying to mix it up <laughs> with uh, bigger, faster, stronger. And that was what I was doing earlier this year, so... We'll see. So I just like, instead of doing the leg workouts, I'm doing the, I, I'm replacing the swing workouts with in there. So yeah. Uh, nice, dude. What about I, you? Oh man, I've been okay, dude. Uh, honestly, this week has been a little up and down for me. And to be honest, uh, I'm happy for the ups and appreciate the downs. But uh, anyways, uh, I did a mini project for myself and it was making a video for my car. <laughs> I, like looking back at the video, I just realized like everything on it is just stock. It's just zero add-ons. Right. And I, <laughs> I did I, see I that. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to be adding extra stuff on it, like new tires, a lip wing, LEDs. You know, it's like my dream to work on a car and like be like, hey, this is my car. I'm working on. Also, I learned a, a new trick on Final Cut, and it's like a an add-on with Mocha. It's another program that is a like a third-party app for Final Cut. And it's basically this program that allows you to follow an object um, with like special effects. So if you notice on that video, I did that. Uh, I, it's like futuristic effect around my car. I did see that. And I, what I did was, I, yeah, uh, what I did is I made it follow like the license plate or the tire. The tire, I and saw that. You yeah. could change the, yeah, change the effect on whatever it, the image is. Well, like it looked, it was incredibly arduous. It was like after learning it, it was it was cool, but man, just couple seconds of that scene took forever 
And um, I worked on color grading as well. Like the coloring was a lot more darker, more more intense, uh, grimy, I guess. And then, yeah, instead of keeping the boring color on the camera, you could just add more depth and range on the colored stuff. So it looked it looked pretty good. And also, I don't know if you noticed them. Um, at the very last second, I got a new logo, so I showed that off for the first time. Totally love it. But enough of that, dude. Uh, what Wham. are we talking about today? <laughs> Walter A. Media. Uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking good. about... Um, it's called... Not Caring What Other People Think is a Superpower. So it's by Ed Lattimore. You can find him on Twitter. I think it's just at Ed Lattimore. I heard about it through, or I, I heard about him through Shane Parrish's podcast, The Knowledge Project. And Shane Parrish does, um, what's that? Oh, Farnham Street. So it's just, it's like a, it's a blog. Um, well, more than that. And they have like a learning community and all that which I'm not a part of, but um, <laughs> yeah, so that podcast is really good though. And uh, you can listen to that. And I think the transcript actually is free um, to check out. So anyway, Ed Lattimore, he's a boxer and he's, I think he's pretty well known on Twitter uh, or he has, he has like a decent Twitter following. And I guess the story behind the book is that one of his friends that he connects with online uh, said, Hey, like these tweets are really good. You should write a book. So he wanted to do that, but um, he's also, I think, like a PhD. Um, I, I'll have to check exactly what he is, but uh, in physics, something like that. But yeah, uh, hey, bra- awesome. <laughs> kind of like a brainiac that boxes, uh, heavyweight boxer. So yeah, so the book, it seems like he did say like, oh, I didn't want to just take my tweets and then um, combine them and then publish that as a book. So, but it, it does seem like, each chapter is kind of like the heading is it seems like it's pulled from like a tweet and then he writes a few pages expanding his thoughts on whatever that is so yeah yeah good, <laughs> yeah. good podcast too i like that was actually pretty fun to listen to oh yeah that episode just right enjoyed, yeah. yeah 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 just enjoyed that yeah, he's he's interesting, and it, I think it was good to read. Just like kind of get out of my echo chamber, which is, uh, and one thing when you hear the title of the book, anytime I've mentioned it, they're like, "Oh, is it like that other book, like Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck?" And <laughs> I I don't know, I haven't read it, so <laughs> I, I think yeah. I, I think they're fairly different though. So I, I'm sure there's like some overlap there, but uh, this is different. So just uh, the three so parts. Yeah, go ahead. Curious. Yep. So, so I was just wondering, before you, you go on, I was just, that book alone, do you think it's, like, you got Subtle Art uh, of Not Giving a Fuck, but would you would you recommend this book instead of reading that one first, The Subtle Art? I don't, like, I haven't read that one, so. Oh. Um, oh, okay, okay. I would recommend yeah, reading right. this. That said, like, that, that book is fairly, you can't, like, go to a bookstore without seeing it. You can't, you can, like, barely Dude, it's go, so go anywhere with a book. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to right, cool. check that out in the future. I'm down. I'm down to read that. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm I really thought, curious about that. Yeah, me too. I thought it was just like a, just like a brash, like hard hitting book. But from what I've read, it has like stoic principles and things oh, like that stoic. for a more like, okay. yeah, like a general audience. So, um, gotcha. Okay. So sorry about cutting you. What was the three oh, no. parts again? 
yeah, so the three parts that we'll cover from this book, one of them is positive and negative motivation, internal, external motivation, which we talked about before. The second one, strategy and tactics. And then the third one is planning. So we love planning. (laughs) (laughs) I love planning. (laughs) All right, dude. So with explanation, um, what do we do there? Yeah, so explanation. Sorry, I, I kind of messed that up. It should be... Let me pull this up. It was internal and external motivation. I changed the excerpt on it. Um, and here it is. Okay. So, make a list of two or three things about your life that you're grateful for. This... Hold on. Add marker. This is the wrong one. This is the wrong <laughs> And we're back. We're changing the first topic. We will not be talking about internal and external motivation. We're talking about gratitudes. So, okay. Yeah. This is a just kind of the excerpt from the book. Make a list of two or three things about your life that you're grateful for. Doesn't matter what they are. I'm paraphrasing now. Um, only thing that matters is they bring you joy. And then you need to go through... Anytime, yeah, in your day that you're going to succumb to anger, think about the things that you're grateful for. Gotcha. So, I have three things. I actually uh, wrote these down and I broke it down. Actually, I was thinking about putting this, uh, like a, like a, a thing on the wall. What do you call that? Um, uh, it's with a, a marker, billboard, just a, a whiteboard. Yeah, a whiteboard or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I think that's gonna work a lot better. But I have these three things. Um, the first one, it's not like necessarily the number one, but uh, I'm grateful. For the stories that we had when we grew up, like the remember ones, uh, like you know, for example, when we went to San Jose and we played golf, and you had that little small camera that you had to videotape us hitting the golf balls into the stratosphere. Except we sucked, and you were killing it. <laughs> and uh, this brings me back again to golfing in Austin, Texas, at Top Golf. You know, that was it. Just brings back memories, or that. Well, that other time when we were go-karting in Carlsbad, and I passed you after the race was over, but I gave you a peace sign while I was driving away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm grateful for those, those memories. Um, another one is I'm grateful for having a job. If it wasn't for the job I have now, I wouldn't be paying rent or getting a car, starting my business. Um, these are all the go- goals I've accomplished. Uh, like even going to school, I, I can't, you know, just because of having a financial financial support from this job and lastly i'm grateful for my pursuit of mastering like videography or video editing you know the more i edit the more i feel comfortable doing it um it's something that i strive for for the long run and i actually love the idea of mastery since no one can take that away from you it's something that i try working on at least two or three times a week which in turn make me faster on the program um faster on the tricks I've learned and all around better at, at editing. So these are, these are like things I'm, I'm pretty grateful for. What about you? Yeah. Like going along the same theme. So something that, uh, when I was doing the five minute journal, uh, you write the three gratitudes down. A good thing to do is get specific if it's going to be like a daily exercise, because you don't want to just keep repeating. It's good to like an affirmation. You want to repeat the same thing every day. With gratitudes, if you're writing them down, it'd be good to get get specific so that it changes every day. So that you can see, like, every day does bring, like, these little things to be grateful for. 
and yeah, just the themes that you had, mastery. It's pretty clear we've mastered podcasting. <laughs> we are the best <laughs> podcasters in the world. So Very no, but like, yeah, just um, as an example, yeah. Right now, I'm taking this article writing course, so um, trying trying to improve as a writer, and it, it just gives me something like a hobby to work on where I can see like improvement, or even with like fitness. Um, <laughs> slowly, at least, not devolve into. Uh, <laughs> Like, yeah. Anyway, um, and then what were the, your other two? Okay, so like having a job. Yeah, yes. sure. Having I, a I'm job, very, just financial, yeah. financial support. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that um, kind of like the hierarchy of needs. I, I I do feel comfortable, and I was able to like take the article writing course. It wasn't free. I had to pay. It was it was nice to like be able to, you know, yeah, be able to afford uh, different thing like different courses I've taken this year. So that was good. And then, what was your other one? Oh, uh, mastering. Okay, so mastering video editing. Uh, uh, the having the financial support and stories. We the remember ones. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm very grateful just to have friends. So that's not very specific, but <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did joke about mastering podcasting, but as always, very grateful for uh, this hour of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, once a week, being able to do the podcast record and then catch up with you and Jason. And um, in the book, I sent an email about this. Ed Lattimore talks about how some of the best times are when you have sober conversations with old friends. So that's what this is every week. Yes, these are good. These are good conversations. But I will agree. I will argue that. There's still good conversations while you're drinking. That's the, um, I mean, it's not like consistently sober, but I'm saying that you still have a good talk. It's not like we're dirtbags all of a sudden once we start drinking. Right. Yeah. I, in the book, I think it, it's more like the conversation should, there's a point where like it becomes more about the drinking than the conversation. And that's not to say like, (laughs) I enjoy night out. I'm sure you know. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Like when I was first when I first moved to New York, there there was yeah. more of that. And then there was a certain point where I was like, oh man, like it. It's more just like getting drunk instead of like yeah enjoy. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's that feeling of like, oh man, it it looks like I had fun last night, but I don't remember so much. So. <laughs> Yeah. There's pictures, pictures of people like you know, next to the toilet, right? <laughs> but all I'm saying is that I do understand that people have that point to just party hard. But I mean, there I think there are times where we would just relax, get an old fashioned, hit the bar, and <laughs> clap, put our top hats on, <laughs> <laughs> monocle. Yeah, no. So yeah, I definitely I do understand that, but. Back to gratitudes, I definitely think that that five-minute journal thing, I I really should start working on that because, um, like, this week alone, I did have ups and downs, and I got insanely angry at work, and I will admit that, um, that I had no thought process, and I just, I was like, you know, I, I just had everything in my mind to say, I'm done, I'm checked out. Like that was that was the thing, and I did not think about being grateful for 
these like these specific things, for example. Um, and yeah, I totally understand where I should use this as a buffer because if any 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 anger I have, I should bring these things back to bring me joy. So yeah, right. Yeah, remember you cannot be angry and grateful at the same time. That's good. All right, oh, that's yeah, good. that's a good takeaway on that. All right, what's no what's part two, dude? Part two, strategy and tactics. So the book talks about the difference between strategy and tactics. It's pretty much like strategy is higher level, tactics are lower level, like the actual... I guess we could dive into that. But um, his example, um, so the excerpt from the book, the coach is the strategist, the players are tacticians. A good coach without strong players may eventually have success, but will it will come at a high cost over time. Likewise, a mediocre coach with exceptionally talented players may get the team a lot of attention, but they never win the big game. So, can you think of an example of where... Yeah. I, I guess, like, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so, the way I'm thinking... Okay, so... I feel like when you were mentoring me for web website development, I think I think you were like the coach and I was the the player. For example, I just did. I think the way I see it is that um, I did, I had zero zero idea of what I was doing, <laughs> but I I feel like you were like a really good mentor. That you like every it's kind of like how we go on podcasting every week where you say, "Hey, what's going on?" Blah blah blah. This is what we should do. Uh, you should at least put some sort of tidbit or some sort of new learning tool on your website. Same thing with videography. It was just the same concept, same uh, thing. So I kept improving the website over and over, and you kept uh, giving me like some ways, hey, like I asked you a question, hey, I need help fixing this. I don't get what happened here. And you, you're like, hold up. <laughs> Let me see your thing. <laughs> and you copy and paste it. You're like, don't worry, I got this. You fixed it for me, but then, um, and you're saying, so you're gonna learn this in the future, blah, blah blah. So I feel like these are a way of playing things out when it comes to coach, a coach that's that's. I I don't think you were mediocre. I think you were really incredibly good at this. Um, and I think I was just a. I don't think I was that good of a player. I guess, but I did have. I did have like a good sense of what you were sending me, like what you were coaching me with. So that's, yeah, I think, I think you're a good way of giving me a strategy with my website development. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Is like, and my coaching was always free and you get what you pay for. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just like knowing, um, vicious. <laughs> Like a coach, so this is the thing where like, okay, so I've had experience with programming, so I knew kind of like what path would be good for learning in hindsight and kind of like looking at what I did. And then, so that's where like my experience was helpful uh, in trying to coach you through like programming and learning programming. And then where it wasn't helpful is like, oh no, like I'm not good at the, like you said, like. I guess like the lower level things of actually like teaching some concepts. It's not something that I was experienced with in like teaching it, but I did have like a good view of the higher level path, 
but I, I guess like the, the tac- teaching the tactics was something I'm not used to. It's hard. Um, so a, probably a great coach is able to see both of those things. And then this is also where like once you get to the professional level, you have the assistants where uh, something that I was reading was like uh, I read the Hoops Whisperer. And then I think it's, uh, I forget his name. So, but the Hoops Whisperer, he, he's a private trainer and he works with like LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, a lot of really high level uh, oh, players, wow. yeah, but yeah. he doesn't, um, the most experience he has is up through high school. So it's a thing where like, but he does know how to develop skills and things like that for like, individual on an individual level and how they can work best with their environment where it's different from a coach, like a coach needs, uh, would have him as part of the system or, but if you read the book, you find out like why coaches don't kind of don't like him. Um, they want to oversee it in a way, but any, anyway, like, so a great coach has assistance to focus on the more tactical things. So like a, a coach isn't going to, you know, yeah, like Phil Jackson's probably not the one that's doing like the dribbling drills with, you know, like no, on no, individual I levels, could, right? <laughs> like the yeah. point, point guard skills and things like that. And you have a quarterback coach yeah. and yeah, as, sure. the higher you go up, the more specialized it becomes. Right. Uh, I will say, I, I will retract some of my statement and say that you did send me the right way to go on um, a website course class online. It was like the treehouse. Oh geez. Treehouse. Yes. We go on. He's like, Go here, they have a course for you, and it's super cheap. And then I would go back to you and say, hey, check this out. This is what I did. So that way, it kind of it kind of brought you back to some of the days that you were learning this. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about this. You're actually going to learn. It's just a good ground foundation. You just you don't really need to know this. So it was good that you you knew what I was going through. So that was that was a good coaching tactic is that you, you've been through that. All, you, all you're doing now is just showing what what potential I had. So that was good. I liked it. Yeah, and this reminds me of um we talked about the first twenty hours in an earlier episode. So that oh, yeah, shows yeah. like the importance of having a coach early on if you want to learn something. Because the coach like especially like you, you could waste so many hours when you're just starting just thinking of how to start. So right. Trying to because it's just information overload and you don't know what the most important things are and everything seems important and <laughs> with podcasting it's like so many people get caught up with equipment and it doesn't matter that much like <laughs> no, that, that's why it's good to just have not yeah, at all just have someone say like get these things move on um and <laughs> all right yeah so like now since you know it gets more specific we're moving to a higher level we probably just need like vocal coaches <laughs> start <laughs> start hiring higher range, lower range. Yeah. <laughs> okay so lastly what is the part three part three we're going to be talking about planning oh so this is diving a little bit deeper into strategy and yeah do you want to grab this excerpt yeah you got it so it's again on strategy. It forces you to imagine where you want your life to be and then to work backward and ruthlessly eliminate anything that will not get you there. Anything that does not get you closer to your goal is a distraction. Some distractions are so enticing, you may chase them instead. That's really good. Um, I will say 
that I do think it's hard to figure out which one's a distraction and which one's not. I mean, like, the easiest thing is, is like, let's say video games. I see my Xbox. I, it's not considered necessarily a distraction, but something like I would love to play sometime. I haven't played my Xbox in so long, but um, I I know it's a distraction. But there's things that aren't as obvious as something that would make me get to where I'm going, where my goals are. Like um, I I don't know. Maybe hmm. This is where I get kind of uh, like it's it's where I, I don't know. Sometimes what he's talking about is distraction or how insanely hard it is to ruthlessly eliminate it. <laughs> I mean, there's things where, okay, like, okay, I'll, I'll admit when I go online, I, I do have like three or four tabs of looking at car parts and like uh, spoilers and <laughs> body kits, stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just out of nowhere, right? Because I got, you know, I got a car. Now I'm just thinking of uh, putting stuff on it. But I know that's a distraction. But I just don't know. Uh, I I think we need it sometimes, you know. Like a, uh, I don't know. What do you think, dude? Yeah, I think it's. It can be easy to confuse. <laughs> so I, I guess the confusion is what's the distraction? He's not saying like you don't need leisure. So. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of times I think people can confuse, and I had done this, of course. Like, you can confuse leisure with. Some people want to only be productive and only be efficient, and they cut out all the leisure. And that's that seems to be the, the wrong end of the stick. And like, um, Got it. So, and then a lot of people... So the, the confusion there is that everything that you do is going towards your goals, and at a certain point, like, you're working on things that you think are going towards your goals, but it's taking up time on the more important things. So here's here's an exercise. Have you heard of like Warren Buffett's like right I I've told I I've told you about this where it's like you write down the 20 things you want to work on or like the 20 ideas that you have and these are good ideas. So like write 20 of them down and then you circle 5 of them that you think are the most important things that um are going on like in your life not not in your life Let, let's like scope it down to just like your projects your work project right yeah a- any of us could like think of 20 things right like for videography you have like finding clients um <laughs> i'll just talk about the podcast so for the podcast it's like yeah. <laughs> make the outline plan the outline uh do some research grab excerpts uh the actual recording the website I, I, I'll just keep going. Journal so the entry, website, dude, yeah. journal entry, emails, yeah. uh, yep. promoting it, Twitter, Facebook, things like that. And then I could circle, say, the five things that are important. And recording, we have to make the audio, right? Yeah. Um, That's basic. Outline makes it good. And then, say, like, the third one, uh, let's just do three. And then three is, like, promoting it. Like, actually doing the promoting part. Which... So every hard. week, every theme. So, so it does become a thing. So, let's say you have like twenty things, and then you've circled five. And here's the trick: the other fifteen things are your distractions, and that's where it's hard. So, it, it's easy to pick between. <laughs> so, <laughs> caveman stories probably had like 
clear evil, clear good, right? Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that you know <laughs> the the um, jaguar outside. <laughs> it's it's evil, you know. Like, that thing's gonna yeah, kill yeah. us. Very clear. So yeah. as we move along, now you know stories have evolved. And you have, like, Game of Thrones, and now it's not clear, like, who you're rooting for. Or, like, up to now. Uh, it was interesting, oh, like, leading up... Man. right, like I like that. Okay, so... so I'm, I'm going on a long rant. Not a rant, but... Um, <laughs> no, I'm not angry. Tangent. Yeah, so, like... <laughs> the first few seasons of Game of Thrones, it's, it, it's, really, it's a really interesting thing, because it's not black and white whose side anyone... Who's good and who's bad. And... That makes it interesting. Yeah, so... But now it's like, okay. Um, the White Walkers are bad. Like, clearly bad, right? So, okay, anyway. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, it's like, uh, you know... Even, like, throughout the movie... Or throughout the show, like, the White Walkers are bad. That's... If that's spoiler, it, you aren't watching the show at all. So... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dude, first episode, right? Sure, yeah. So, yeah. first scene. Or, like, the first segment. First it was, like, yeah, starts yeah. with a... Yeah, okay. first segment. Yeah, so... <laughs> Well, what I'm talking about here is, <laughs> so, okay, when you're planning things, it's easy to pick between good and bad, like, if you're trying to be productive, and let's, let's, I think leisure is a good, a good thing, and a lot of your time should be leisure, because it's it's recovery, but if, if you've set an hour, let's say, like, one hour in the day to work on your videography, then... Right. Then it's clear, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be reading about car parts. But, so that's a good and bad choice. But when it's between good and good, then it becomes harder. It's like, okay, you can work on outlining your next, or, like, writing a script for your next video, or, like, the planning of it. Or you can work on the, like you said, that effect. And it could take the entire hour to do, like, two seconds of it. So if you have to, yeah, so it becomes, like, the... But it's fun, and then it's learning, and, you know, you're learning something there. So, between those two things, which do you do? That's where it becomes hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll say, like, for example, that video. Uh, when I was doing it, I remember editing, and it took about, I'm going to say, longer than normal. Because I haven't videotaped a car before. I haven't done any car video ever. So, what I did was I, I went online, and I went on to, like, car commercials and stuff like that and of course it was like cars people are driving it around all i i don't i can't drive and videotape at the same time so after a while that's when i started realizing it became more of a distraction when i started looking at other wrx's on like instagram and what they're taking pictures of and i was like wow this is actually pretty sick i was just looking at stuff when i wasn't actually learning so now i i could see where that was getting considered a distraction but then when it came back to it, it was it was a learning experience. I I I think when you said doing videography for one hour, I could see that being deep work. But then when I'm trying to research stuff, I think doing the videography for like at least fifteen minutes of just doing like the scene itself. Um, I think fifteen minutes and then like what five minute break and then going back into it. I think that's I feel like that's way better. Um, and then also I just remembered. The Shining reference with Jack, what was it? Uh, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. That's, uh, I think we were using that, yeah. I think we were using that reference. So, I definitely see where you're coming from. 
Yeah, uh, a book I reread recently was um, The Power of Full Engagement. So the thing I, I think, one of the main themes, at least, of the book, I don't know if it's like the entire theme, but it's that a lot of people are trying to manage, like time management is a phrase, and the book says that energy management is more important. So if you're thinking of energy, then you do think about like, you do have to set time aside to recover and have the leisure. And that's when you can do the reading. And it, yeah, it does become a thing where if you plan like your future life and you envision it and it's all work or all leisure, it's probably unrealistic is like, um, people that, people that do just work, like all work long enough to where they can reach a point where it could be all leisure, end up not enjoying the all leisure part. Yeah, I definitely, definitely see that. Um, okay, so let's take this back. So with part three, we were talking about planning. Uh, it was more on strategy though, but, um, if we were to do planning, what was something that, that, uh, Ed was talking about? Ed, talking his first <laughs> name. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what were what would you say as because we talk about planning? Um, I okay, like with me, it's it's like it's like having that board. It's like a um, a script or or like a a scene. It's just you know work. That's that's planning. I I didn't necessarily. I just like for example when I just took my car, I just did random shots. I'll just like I didn't even care. But then when I actually went onto the board and started looking at every scene. That's when I broke it down. That's when I was like, okay, I got to plan this out. That's, that's, that's kind of my way of videographies. I, I'd love to have a plan rather than just waste my time than video doing like uh, shoots of just random spots. So what's something that uh, Lattimore talked about? Well, just taking it from that excerpt, like he does talk about like life planning. And this excerpt has like begin with the end in mind. So, mm-hmm. like you said, you have, like, the higher level view, and then the scenes that make each individual scene. So, yeah. I would say this is kind of the difference between, like, documentarians and then filmmake, like, people that make, like, feature films, right? I, I don't know if those are the two the phrases, but uh, a lot of times, like, document, if you're making a documentary, you just record, like, hours and hours and hours and hours of film, and you'll find, you'll hear, like, oh, yeah, for a... Like, what some Netflix documentary they shot twenty thousand hours of footage, and then they had to cut it down, or even um, something like No Reservations. Uh, Anthony Bourdain they would say like for a one hour episode they're shooting, or even like they would spend a day shooting, and it would end up being <laughs> maybe like a thirty second segment involving a boat and all this stuff. So if for like a feature film they can't be shooting hours or like making out that. They don't make hours of special effects and then cut it down. They, you know, they know precisely like what they're gonna make uh, with the storyboards and things like that, and then maybe iterate for sure individually. So you can apply that okay. to life, also. And <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that's where the planning comes in. Is like, where do you want to be? Right. A certain amount of time, and then what steps do you have to take? What's For what sure. does each scene look like? Okay, I like that. Okay, so with part three, that was planning. 
Part two was strategy and tactics. So having uh, the whole coach and player uh, metaphor. Uh, Takeaway, have a mentor, right? Have someone that would help you teach. or And then also look for courses, classes, anything that would help you improve yourself. I feel like um, each, each uh, part, a coach or a course, both help you in the long run. Um, yeah. At this point, like the any, internet any sense for that? makes yeah. everything available. So you can at least, you can find something online that will help guide you. YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jesus. Okay. So, and lastly, part one is the explanation <laughs> and it's, it's gratitude. Uh, you're, you gotta be grateful. I'm grateful all the time. I know I forget about it, but I, I know I'm grateful. Uh, just list the two or three things, the five minute, five minute journal, have something that you're grateful about and be specific. Try not to get angry. Try not to get depressed. Uh, it's, I feel that when I do get depressed, at least I go back to the foundation of what I'm grateful for. So yeah. What about anything else you want to like break down? I think we covered the three parts that we wanted to. So nice. You sh- yeah, check check this book out. Not caring what other people think is a superpower. Maybe I could just uh do a quick. Oh no! Hold on. <laughs> this always goes bad <laughs> when I try to just. Uh... <laughs> Here we go. Um, let me just see. I had some notes on the book. I can just talk about it. So. Yeah, I guess like the positive negative motivation. Have- and he also talks about relationships with friends and it's it's just a good take on with different stories of self-development. So planning, relationships, learning, mastery, physical health. Yeah. Check it out. You got it. Um you were <laughs> there was one thing lastly I just wanted to say there was we were emailing back and forth. <laughs> And you were talking about basketball, the Ray Allen. Uh, <laughs> I liked, I liked what you were talking about on these things. Um, but I, the only thing is, I, I had one question because you had, okay, add marker, and we're back. Uh, there was just this one joke that you made me laugh really hard at at work, and <laughs> you said, "Hey, nice to meet you. My name is Mark with a C." <laughs> Kark. Kark. <laughs> ah, I think it's a like, popular a good... Reddit joke. So. Yeah, that's so comedy, dude. All right, um, cutting out all the fat. Um, I love the book. That was actually planning on. I plan on reading that. I think that before subtle art. I think if, if we're planning on to read subtle art, uh, I'm going to definitely. What do you think? Read subtle art first or this book? Yeah, let's let's do that one, and then um, I'll, I'll I'll read it too. I've been meaning to read it, so we can uh, we can do another podcast where we've both finished the. I think I'll pick up the audiobook, or I think I have it. So no worries. All right, uh, dude, Seth, where can we find you, man? ActiveRecall.co. I'm trying to write every day there, or not every day, but a lot of days. Oh, uh, you had a plan though, right? You you wanted to do like a, a email. Yeah, I, I'm considering it, figuring out, like, if it's the way to go is, like, a a lot of people do, like, a daily email. email, but it seems like a pretty high bar to get people to subscribe to that, so 
probably we'll just do a daily post, regular post at least, and then yeah, good man. See where it goes. Okay. Um, and you guys could find me at WalterAMedia.com. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, remember, don't forget to subscribe, like us on iTunes or any podcast app. Uh, get sus. It's good seeing you, man. You take it easy. I'll see you next week, man. Oh yeah. Uh, see you next week. Not in person, but uh, can't wait. Yeah. All right, yeah. man. Well- um. All right, let's All right. it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>